Hey, glad you can make it. And welcome to the Employee Cycle Podcast, where we talk to HR innovators, thought leaders, and even some disruptors about the latest in HR trends, HR tech, and you guessed it, HR data. Well, you've heard enough of me talking. Now let's start the show, 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 show. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Employee Cycle Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Marable, CEO of Employee Cycle. And you know us, we're that HR analytics dashboard, helping all of you HR leaders bring all your people data together so you can view, share, track, and analyze all in one place. That's right. We've heard you constantly being frustrated with pulling manual, tedious, and time-consuming spreadsheets from your HRIS and ATS and other systems. You're always thinking there has to be a better way. Well, look no further. That's why we created Employee Cycle, an HR analytics dashboard with pre-built integration connectors to the most popular systems out there. So you can automatically and quickly, within 15 minutes, pull your data into an out-of-the-box, real-time HR analytics dashboard, which you can also share with all your stakeholders. Because we all know what gets measured gets managed. We would love for you to go to EmployeeCycle.com, check us out. And request a demo so we can explore how we can partner to help you automate your HR reporting and analytics process. But that's enough about me and our company because today we have an awesome guest. So please help me welcome to the show, Irina Sukernik. She's the co-founder and CEO of Edify. And today we're discussing why should employers provide child care benefits? Irina, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Irina. Welcome. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. And so, Irina, we're going to kick this thing off the best way we know how, and that's by asking you, how did you end up in the wonderful world of HR? I love answering that question. Uh, I'm really just a mom who was looking to get support from my employer when I had my daughter three and a half years ago. Uh, Unfortunately, it's not something that's easily available through employers today. Less than 6% of companies in the U.S. today offer childcare benefits. So as a working mom, first-time mom, Working at a tech company out of San Francisco, I thought that it was way too challenging to stay productive at work and balance childcare with being a high-performing female in a male-dominated industry. This is pre-pandemic. With the pandemic, this became an issue that got the attention that really it deserves because not just moms and female females in male-dominated industries, but all parents start feeling that pain. Working from home, taking care of kids, pets, elderly... They all felt the pain of balancing work with all those responsibilities. So what I did is I actually just left my job and together with my co-founder, Bob Pease, who's the CTO of Edify, we built a platform that now helps parents with childcare. Awesome. Really appreciate that background. And so today we're talking about why should employers provide childcare benefits. But before we go into why companies should provide them, can you give us your understanding and definition of what are child care benefits? Sure. Yeah. So that's a great question because people sort of hear child care benefits and what is my employer going to do for me? Are they going to come over and babysit my kid? Yeah. Yeah. That might be, might be a little weird for some right. people. Hey, they take it out. They can get it. Right. And I'm sure parents would appreciate that as well. But what we focus on at Edify is what's called backup care. And really what backup care means is care for 30, 60, or 90 minutes. So short periods of time. It's not your nine to five solution, not a replacement to a school or a daycare. What it is, is additional support, which supplements the daily care parents already hopefully have in place. So for example, 
if a kid comes home from school at three or three o'clock, uh, three or three thirty, interestingly enough, our education system is not really aligned with working hours. Most parents finish work at five or six p.m. And so, what do you do for those couple of hours in between? And so, really, what kids end up doing is watch videos or play video games. Um, really, nothing productive. With kids being behind academically. What we built with Edify is the option for parents to dial into Edify or go onto our platform and within minutes find a real person, a caregiver in all time zones in the U.S. who will immediately jump on a video conference and start doing homework with the child or practice a musical instrument or do something else educational such as read a book, play a game, arts and crafts, really depending on the needs of the child and what they're interested in. So this sounds like virtual babysitting. Effectively, yes. We don't necessarily call it that because we also, actually our ideal age is more probably around 5 to 12 years old. Um, so also a lot of tutoring, music lessons, and in, in just something that to enhance their education. This might be a weird question to ask, but I'm dying to know, have you found that sometimes the parents may leave and do whatever they need to do because this almost makes up or augments in-person babysitting so that their kid is captivated and they're learning and doing whatever they're doing, but they actually get to do what they do? Or do you find that that's just absolutely crazy and the parents still stay in the house? Um, so because it's only 30, 60 minutes, uh, the parent generally stays in the house and it's just in the other room. So important to Note that Edify is 100% online, right? So the convenience of on-demand care is the appeal uh, for older children. If they're able to stay at home by themselves, by all means, parents sure that they do that. But the really the use case is for parents to just get immediate care for a problem that they didn't expect, like a, a Zoom call that wasn't on their cal- calendar or, you know, frankly, maybe they just want to make dinner. So generally, they'll stay in the house just because, again, we're talking short periods of time. Got it. Let's zoom out a little bit into just the general world of child care benefits. What does that typically look like for most companies? And is it different by industry, by headcount size, by location? What do child care benefits look like today? Right. So this is unfortunately something that is slow to change. Currently, companies are really not accustomed to offering child care benefits. And as a mom, as a working mom, I'm actually really mind blown by this because we focus so much, especially over the past 10 years or so, on mental health, emotional health. There's a plethora of services that offer support for that. But why is nobody talking about how child care is really directly impacting our wellness? And if that's the case, and of course, our kids are the most important thing in our lives, why is it that so few employers are currently talking about offering support in that department? So to answer your question, it's very, very few employers are currently even talking and considering childcare benefits in the U.S. Got it. That's really interesting. And it sounds like we definitely need to do something about that. For the companies that are providing some type of childcare benefits today, what does that look like? Uh, so for today, the few companies that do, um, or the small amount, is really we are more traditional child care services, so in-person care. They typically partner with companies that serve as a concierge to find a facility somewhere near where the parent is. Um, some companies are very generous and will build daycares attached to the building. 
But what we do, which is your on-demand care, and it's 100% online, nobody is really doing that today. There are tutoring services online, but they're also not employer-provided. A lot of direct-to-consumer options. But what Edify does and what makes us so unique is the fact that we're offering more of a holistic approach to childcare. So it could be just like you said, babysitting because a younger kid just really needs to be entertained and maybe it's just reading a book or to an older child who needs to get help with math or if they're taking music lessons and they just want to casually practice. We have amazing musicians on our platform. Actually, their bios are phenomenal. And within minutes, they can be practicing guitar with your child. So really, it's just a very wide variety of care that we provide. And it's all on demand. It's all online. And really, we're the only ones who do it today. For companies that are looking to provide child care that are not providing it today, where should they start as a strategy? Should they start interviewing their employees to see who has children and then interviewing to see who has children at a certain age? Should it be looking at the cohort of people who are remote versus people who are in the office? Right. If I'm an HR leader listening today, how should I, at the very high level, start thinking about this whole process of even thinking about providing childcare? Sure. And that's a great question. What I actually have found is that many HR and benefits executives will say to us, well, my employees are not really asking for this. And what's interesting to me about that response is that employees don't really know to ask for this because, again, it's not something that's offered today. And so, yes, I think the first step, a survey is always good. We always appreciate when a team is willing to send out a survey and get parents' feedback. That said, I still think that a lot of it is so new, the concept of online care, that it's, it comes with a, an education component where we have to really show teams what it is that we do, how this works, and then the feedback is much more meaningful. So if you're an HR or a benefits executive and you're listening to this podcast, just consider thinking, I guess, a little bit um, more outside of the box when it comes to childcare benefits, understanding that different people and different parents have different circumstances. Some are back at the office, some are still working remotely, different age groups, different needs. And for that, you really would need to give us the opportunity to show you a demo and demonstrate what it is that we offer in our platform, our services. And if you just go on one edified, one spelled out, edify.com, request a demo, would be happy to reach out and schedule something. So when it comes to this survey, what kind of questions should the HR leader be asking to understand who might need this and how should they try to roll it out or offer it to their employees? Yeah. So I think that a good place to start is actually run a pilot. We are happy to not ask for a 12-month commitment or yet another benefit that you might sign up for and who knows what adoption looks like. We're really easygoing. We really just want for this to be a fit for employers and the employees. So when you reach out, let's talk through some of those concerns. And a good place to start is just have users sign up, have them see the, uh, get access to our hundreds and hundreds of caregivers all across the country. By the way, they've all undergone a background check. We've built other safety features through our platform. They're fully vetted. And have p- parents just start using it. Start using it, get access to it, see how they like it, the benefit of it. And once we prove that there is fit, then we, we can have a conversation about what that looks like as far as um, commitment. Got it. Do you see that this is something that companies should provide more to their 
remote employees who are working from home or employees who are in the office that really need a break once they get home? I think when it comes to childcare, we need that support 24-7. So whether employees are back in the office or working remotely, any working mom and dad who's listening to the pos- this podcast right now would probably really appreciate their employer coming to them and saying, we really care about you. We care about your family. We care about your kids, your mental health, help with burnout, which is a huge, huge issue right now. Employees are leaving because of burnout, especially women. And so even if it's just for after hours where a mom or a dad need 30 minutes to take a breath, I'm sure it would be really appreciated if that came from the employer. This is all really interesting because all we've been talking about is how the pandemic is is impacting working parents, how it's impacting people who are who have children trying to work from home, trying to figure this out. There were a lot of people who opted for one person to stay at home because childcare was so expensive and the other person would continue to work. I'm curious, a little different than what we're talking about now in regards to this being provided for employees, but do you also see something like this being provided to stay at home parents or parents who are taking a break off from work, where they also would need something like this as well? Absolutely. So even if you are a working parent and your spouse is a stay-at-home parent, this is something that they can still use. It's for the kids. It's to support the family and make sure that everybody is able to continue to show up. I mean, I kind of mentioned this in my previous answer, but really it's just such a serious topic that I personally feel very passionate about. How many women women have left the workforce since the start of the pandemic? For every one male who's left the workforce, seven females have just thrown in the towel and quit. And childcare has been reported as the number one reason. And so many per- parents right now, 60% of working parents today are considering leaving their job or switching jobs because of lack of childcare or in the, the inability to find childcare. So This is a huge topic for those who stay. The parents who do continue to work are in the workforce. Burnout is a problem. Childcare and other responsibilities at home are a big factor as well. But we're actually back to 1988 rates of ratios, I mean, of men to women in the workforce. So we really are going back in history. All the work that we've done, all the progress that we've made to get women to show up and enter, you know, go into spaces like tech and investments, both of which are areas I lived in my entire career and was so passionate to get more women into, we've nullified all of that and we're back to square one. And childcare is the number one reason. You mentioned earlier that a lot of your childcare professionals can provide a lot of different services. So I'm assuming maybe if you need help with a specific language or subject in school, are there things that this does not work for. So for instance, sports. I'm assuming you couldn't help a child with their sport virtually, correct? So we don't have sports today. That said, uh, I love this question. We always get very unique and creative questions that are actually, now my wheels are spinning and I'm thinking, I'm sure someone out there is building something to help practice sports online. I mean, we have fitness classes online, so maybe we should start incorporating it. But no, today it's more focused on education and helping kids at school and general care. 
And is it usually just the child care professional and the child? Or is it also the parent on the call to supporting? So this is a, a full experience so that it's the child care professional, the parent, and the child all participating at the same time. So because we're talking today about child care, one of the, I've been focused on one-on-one care. So child and caregiver, the parent can be in the other room. Like I said, we've built in safety features, um, such as alert guardians. So that's a button in the middle of the screen during the video session that both the parent and the child can click on. And if the parent's attention is required, they will immediately get a text message notification to say, Hey, your child in the other room who's talking to a caregiver, they need your attention go see what's going on. But outside of these one-on-one sessions, caregivers and kids that we offer, we actually also offer uh, group classes. So that's a topic that I'm also very excited about. We offer painting classes, trivia, yoga, meditation, all sorts of fun activities that would include parents and their children and also help with culture and enhancing um, company culture and values. Irina, This has been such an interesting conversation, especially around an area where it seems like most people are not focusing and a lot of employers could do a much better job. So I'm so happy that you were able to educate us all on the current state of child care employer benefits, but then also the opportunity that employers can have that they do have in order to make their employees' lives better, especially when it comes to taking care of their children. So thank you so much for being such an awesome guest on our podcast. Go, Irina! Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about this incredibly important topic. The future of work really depends on employers' ability to think about those additional benefits that historically we haven't offered. The ROI on child care has never been higher, and I really hope that the more people who listen to your amazing podcast... The more they start thinking and entertaining the the idea of supporting parents in this new way. So thank you for letting me be on and have an amazing weekend. Awesome. And Irina, just do some housekeeping here. How can people find you and your company online? Yeah, absolutely. So the website is oneedify.com. The one is spelled out. Or you can call us at 415-379-0610. Awesome. So for everyone listening to this episode, if you enjoyed this as much as Irina and I did making it, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, but now you're hungry for more episodes, please subscribe to the Employee Cycle Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. And last but not least, all of you super awesome HR and people leaders out there, please continue to hire, train, and retain the best workforce possible. Thanks. Later, kids.